and we were being a vessel for it to flow in and whatever came out of the gob came out of it. <laughs> if these things are good for you, why don't you start looking at how to make sure that you schedule those into your life you to build get them, them in, build them you know, in. working out right? Yeah. Most of those silly ideas were the theoretical physics I just read. And they were, you know, Einstein they thought was off his head. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. So in the last episode, we were doing a little bit of kind of freewheeling as we were going along exploring various... Free-flowing. Free-flowing. with the It's still a wheel as well. Letting it flow inside the still mind from the outside. We were, we were being at one with the universe and we were being a vessel for it to flow in and whatever came out of the gob came out <laughs> of it based on interaction, reaction... Ping pong, tit for And that's tat, not a bad thing. And then just see and where we And that's not a bad thing. And what we were doing was effectively, we were starting to discover that our chat was becoming more open. We were starting to explore openness. And I think we found a couple of definitions which I think are quite useful. And one of them is that openness is a lack of restriction and accessibility. And it's also a lack of secrecy and concealment. It's about being frank. Now, in many ways, I think for our own self, part of that journey is to be frank with ourselves and be open about where we are and who we are and what we are. You can be frank. I'll be Bill. Bill You're going, I don't know who this Frank is, but he seems to get around a bit. It's the frankness of the whole thing. But the thing, the main thing is to to not restrict oneself from possibilities and be open to whatever else, what is there. Even if you... Open-minded. Yeah, open-minded. Exactly. And I think quite often a lot of people are frightened that if they explore certain ideas that are against even their core belief system, that somehow they'll get corrupted. And in many ways what it is is no, that don't be frightened explore the other ideas so you can actually compare where you are to make sure that you know it's using critical thinking to see if if that's the way to go forward as one possibility the other thing is that sometimes people overanalyze things so much that they actually they become static and not able to move forward and part of the process that we're encouraging folks to think about including ourselves is to make sure that we don't just overthink and get too blogged down or clogged down, but start to be more proactive in, in, in the way that we approach the world, to be more open. Actually, I, I'm so aware now. I have to be more open. I'm so aware of actually. I've got to drop that, but it's my thing. It's my go-to. I, I don't even know I'm doing it. It's the first word thrown out by my mind so I can find what the hell it is I'm going to talk about next. But what it reminded me of is the, the book, the quantum theory book was, what, what was really happening there was I, was, I walked by it once and I walked back. I picked it up and get, in my normal scheme of things is, I'm not open to reading nuclear physics, theoretical physics and God knows what. I don't know where the book came from. And then I said, I'll just look at it. Now, it was highly technical and this was a summary of a summary of a summary twice removed. But I said, I'll keep on going. I don't need to understand it. I don't need to know. I'm not going to give a, a doctoral thesis talk in it. I, I, mean, it might, I, may, I may have even got it all wrong after the fact. But I said to myself, I'm open to reading it. I'll give a couple of hours of my life that's left to it. I'll see what it's saying. I'll see what all these people spent their entire lives vested and invested in exploring 
definitions and theories and formulas to quantify the universe or explain what our place is in it, if any at all. So what the book really was for me was I was open to reading it and it was interesting and it, okay I don't agree or I don't even think I'm qualified to even understand to agree or disagree I just took a couple of simple little things out and said here I am is this little dot on a dot flying through the universe or whatever speed in the cosmos and you can look at it two ways am I immaterial or is there a big red arrow saying you are here and what is your role in all of this so you can get drowned out of it all or you can be open to the fact you're here what are you doing and you have a significance in the universe and it'd be nice to know what that might be and how i can contribute i'm open to find out a bit more well i find very interesting about the process that we're actually, we're going through is that we we we're becoming aware of how we're being influenced because we're now being more open. And, and I'd mentioned before about, you know, you buy a new car and you see a lot more of them. But what's happening with me is that I'm starting to notice that through popular culture or programs, like we could have a conversation and all of a sudden some of the words on the next program I watch on YouTube or a list of titles in the book suddenly triggers a curiosity to go and explore and then i suddenly find oh hang on this connects to this it connects to something else and before i know i've I, there's a big picture that's being painted in my mind of how a lot of things in the past have now sort of connecting and i can explore those things and find an interesting journey towards the future that i that i'd been blinded to before and didn't realize what the significance of that one of the program one of the films that they showed was called signs you remember the um film about the the dad that uh, there's an invasion going on and he didn't realize the significance of it but all of a sudden all the way through the whole right from the very beginning his daughter was leaving little glasses of water everywhere and said it was contaminated and it's only in the very last scene that you began to realize that the significance of the water was it could save them and I won't explain how, but it did. And there was a process that go, go, go watch, watch the, the film. film. Go watch the but film. But it's basically yeah. this water just, was, was positioned exactly where it needed to be by the daughter all the way through the story. She kept on doing it for the hour and a half show. And then all of a sudden it was there as part of a process to get them out of a tight spot. Why am I? Why is the idea or, or the notion I see dead people popped into my head from another film? But it's got nothing to do with it. It's just going. Ah, that's it's a, it's that's a the film. same director. So you've you've actually made a oh, connection. Well, there, you've made a connection. Now there is the, uh, the word. I was trying to think of the word connection because I'm an avid fan of Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the Restaurant at the End of the Universe, mostly harmless. But Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is another one. And it's probably on Netflix. But in there, are, I don't even think it's in that particular series. I think it's in the book. But in the book is his, um, his uh, theory. And it's the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Therefore, in the journey of the detective, he says, look, he doesn't go looking for clues. The clues just appear because the universe just gives them to him. So he randomly walks out the door and he doesn't know why he's going that direction, where he's going. And no matter what he does, it will lead to the ultimate solution because everything is interconnected. So we, that's we were, the fundamental nature of what we're yeah. doing now. It's every program we watch is suddenly 
a jigsaw piece in the big picture of the universe of the journey we're going on. If we are open to that fact, or no, fact, if we're open to it, it doesn't even need to be a fact. It becomes a fact. It's a fiction at the moment. It's a fantasy. Actually, what that, that book again, I was realizing I was a should have, would have, could have, always has, have been because I'm a daydream believer, daydreaming, and I kept on daydreaming it but not materializing it so therefore i didn't have to put my hands up and go i didn't achieve it i could have achieved it. i should have achieved it i would have if i wanted to i do want to i just don't know what the it is i think that's i'm more open to the fact now i'm on a journey of self-exploration or with george and i'm sure you're on the same journey and we all can be if we're more open to the universe see what it puts in front of us be a book be a conversation be a new person to talk to i'm open to the fundamental well, here, here's the thing things. uh i have i have the same kind of problem quite often i can't get to the very thing that i want to but i find connecting things around it so i was talking about a film called signs and you, you kept hearing, I hear dead people, which is actually a line from the film called The Sixth Sense. So we're talking about The Sixth Sense. There's another connection. And the filmmaker is M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, he's the director who, who, who makes the, some fairly interesting sort of films. Um, but there was, a, there was we, weren't, we couldn't see the very thing we were looking for, but we were given a connection around bit like your electron going around the nu yeah. nuclei of an atom. We were given the thing that would connect us in there. and We just needed to see it from a slightly different perspective. And I think that's something that's quite important. Is quite often we just need to be nudged around a little bit further so we could see a different perspective that connects us to the thing we're There's looking at. something. I mean, see, I wouldn't have known. I, I, it would have took me a while. I probably would have known that the film was a sixth sense but actually, I, would, I would have to think about I mean the, probably the only thing I can remember about the film is the line actually I probably would have remembered the line probably from an ad and not necessarily the film because it's the only one you ever see in popular culture you might try and remember where it came from and then join the dots but the sixth sense as, a, as, a, as an actual term, we're going, we've been talking about this sixth sense, this open to the universe and the fundamental interconnections of all things and let the flow in. And it's this other senses beyond the, 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 the material ones. I mean, I don't even know what the, well, feel, touch, you know, you probably remember the five, five of them, but let's go with the sixth one because we know, we feel. Well, the feel, sixth sense is, you know, the, the, the five senses are, are sight, uh, taste, smell, hearing and touch the sixth sense is being aware of the supernatural right yeah now this is where it comes back to the beginning of the yeah. conversation esp the local the theory this back into the book of instantaneous the, the, the theorem was the, lo the local principle yes. something like that and and basically you can't travel faster than the speed of light because this and this theorem requires that you can and the only thing in popular culture that meets this theorem is actually voodoo in the sense of you can bit the pinprick here into the belly of a doll and you're 5,000 miles away and you bend over with the pain and there's nothing joining the two dots yeah and, and it's this it's this sixth sense, this extrasensory We've also power. talked about the, the mother that has a vision of her son who is completely wet, soaking wet, and he says to her, don't worry, I'm okay. She rings London, she's in Australia, to find out if he's okay and then discovers that he just drowned. So there's that sixth sense that's kind of connecting us. 
And the sixth sense is that little thing in the side of the head, going back to the Egyptians, which is the third eye, the portal to the other universe. It's this, it's like it says, the extrasensory power, this power to travel, this, tra this power to travel through the mind, to dream, to fulfill, to open to the universe and explore ideas and make them real. And it's this extra sense of not just dealing with the facts in front of you, but have the power to dream and believe and make real. It's to, have, to, to not feel restricted, to be open to all possibilities, or quotes all the books. But this gut, usually, sir, I think another way of calling it was the gut feel. It's how do you, I think Chopra was saying, how do you use all your senses without actually tap, tap into the unconscious? It was, if you don't like that person or you don't like this thing, it could be just a gut feel. It's that sixth sense. You don't need to go off and work out the facts. Go with the gut feel. This is a good thing. It's a bad thing. Do you want to go with the flow? No, I don't feel right. Don't. If you feel right, go with it. Because your subconscious is, is, is filling in all the dots. Well, one of the you. issues there is also is that um, if, if you're constantly in the chitter-chatter box and you're not open to what's going on around you, you can't see the things that are actually happening. And sometimes there you're not able to make the connections. You can't see the patterns. You can't, you're not aware of the other worlds that are interconnecting to ours. You're, shoot, you're shutting down all yeah. your senses. You're in your head listening to the noise of the negativity of your... Uh, and, and what's happening is you're shutting down what you can see in front of you. You're, shutting, you're, not even look, see, you're not even looking. You're not feeling. You're actually you're feeling this negativity, Maisie, but you're not tasting and you're not the moving. Other thing is, you're not the other trying. thing is, where is that chitter-chat coming from? Because sometimes, although it may sound as though it's your voice talking to you and telling you, you, you can become just as obvious that it, there's, that negativity is, is... You're actually being open in that sense, in a negative way, to something... That, it, that is getting better off you and, and dragging you down. Whereas if you can shut that off and then become open we were to the other possibilities. Yes, we were talking to the fact for every neg negative and positive are two opposite charges at the most simple, basic level. And they should cancel each other out. There's a positive for every negative. There's a negative. Just keep it simple. And we go... We're letting the negative... The negative is, 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 is the one that's flying the flag in, in the mind if, if it's shutting everything else down and closing the loop and closing off possibilities and not being open to change or growth or anything else and chucking in all the worst of the, of the possibilities and making them the most likely, likely certainty within your mindset because you've already gone on the journeys in your head and arrived at the wrong conclusions or the most likely conclusions based on the evidence advanced and the only evidence advanced was the negativity it now, wasn't all the, the glory it wasn't all the, the other good. thing is i think as we discussed about the atom without the electron which is that negatively charged the atom couldn't actually form a structure so it needed that element and i think also as human beings although we've got that chitter chatter box that seems quite negative on occasions we need that negativity we need the flight yeah, we fights, need to be able to ground ourselves at times so although we we may have flights of fantasy but sometimes we need that little negativity to bring us back to one sense of reality so I there really needs to be a balance the there do you know what i mean yes, it's like well, there's a picture of not... me and there's light on one side and there's dark on the other but if you did if you either had no light i'd be completely dark you wouldn't see me if there was too much light you couldn't see me at all again because it'd just be white but because there's a good balance, you get to see a nice 3D image of me. But where I, I don't think, I, no, I'm just thinking back to there's a positive person and there's a negative person. Who do you want to hang out with? 
And you're going, well, I might know the negative person, but you're giving me a choice. I want to be with the positive. That, now, if everyone was positive and the most extreme positive, then you're off with the fairies. You're off there going, oh, everything is possible. Everything is great, but nothing is happening. Now, you can have to be positive, but, and, and, and every, it'd be nice to think everyone's on a, uh, is, is on a measure from zero charge to positive charge and not entering into how negative is that person they're negative they're just pure negativity they're they're vile they're they're well let, they're let's put it into another disease. let's put it into another kind of context um we, toxic we yeah that, that could be toxic and extremely yeah. toxic which is and, and both sides can be if imbalanced i and I, I was what i was thinking was was there is that if you've got these uh let's say you've gone into a flight of fancy and you can imagine something you want to do but in a positive way, you could just sit there and say, oh, well, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Oh, I'm really enjoying that. But the negative side, so what are you prepared to do to make that become a reality? So there's the, there's that balance coming saying, OK, well, there's what is the gain that you want, but you haven't thought the pain that you need to get there. So you need to get that balance and you need to weigh things up, which I think those kind of ideas become quite good. Actually, that's the thing. I, I, I'm just re- realising that as they, they were just two extremes. You're not one charge or the other charge. It's the moment in time, the item being just... Dis- no, again, these people could just be go to negative, go to positive, try and always find the good and something, try and always find the bad. But the, they might have a preference for, I like you know, steak, I don't like fish. I'm not being negative about I'm not eating it, I'm not trying it. No, I'm a little bit more like that. I'm not even going to attempt to try it because I, I don't want it. And I'm, you know, what, what the interesting thing is at the moment, using this language, I'm more open in the last couple of weeks. I'm now running with my daughter every morning. I mentioned that. I'm eating hummus and fick- I don't even know what half the things are, and, and before I would have just said salads. I don't know. It's, that's a big generic term to cover all things vegetarian with different colours. I want to know nothing about because it's got you know halloumi burgers and falafel the other, and and I don't, I don't. It just wasn't a steak. It wasn't a burger. It wasn't a sausage. It wasn't beans on toast. And I was, I was just not open to it. Now I'm going. Actually, like the tastes are okay. They're nice. I might even get to like it. Now I might even have a preference for it. And I'm, I think I'm more open to more things. I may not have time for them. I'll choose between an A and a B where I have a preference. But I'm not shutting things down as quick. I'm open to reading different books on different subjects I knew nothing about. I may not read a second one, but I'll form an opinion and go, I'd ra- it's more now. I'd rather do this than that. It's a preference based on limited time, but I'm not shutting things down or people down. I'm open to listening not that you could tell from this conversation, letting George in, but I'm open to listening more. Well, I think what, what's what's very important is that all of those sort of things that you're choosing to do, you're trying to work out a balance in your life. So there's a time set aside for each of those things to get the kind of right balance. Because if you get one of them, if you become obsessed with one of them, all the others could get neglected. And that can be just that could be bad for you as well, because you think you're doing something positive, but it's so you're so obsessed in doing it that you end up destroying the other things or deplimishing them because you, you've not given them the attention that they need. So you've got to get that balance right, but still being open up actually, to other opportunities. Jump, yeah, I keep on doing my what my word actually is, is actually a shop, George. I've got something to say. I think it's better than yours. I'm going to put it in. You're doing great, but I'm taking it to the floor. Now, that's what people will notice over That's time. interesting. That's an interesting p- position that you're taking there, actually. 
I actually sort of now what popped into my mind was what George was talking about there reminded me of Tony Robbins Awaken the Joint Within and I, I, I still don't know his four, four big things five big things but what he was saying and what he was drawing on from, from other great speakers and motivational speakers and coaches and theorists and, and researchers and God knows what that is we're not to do one thing to the extreme to the other because even if we're doing that well and very very well for the, it's not balanced so to, if you're concentrating on your wealth you may not be concentrating on your health if you're concentrating on your health and wealth you may not be concentrating on your family you know to get you know if, if you're concentrating on all the three of them you may not be concentrating on your mind your mind could be full of concentrating on and getting stressed about the fact it didn't do its run didn't do this didn't have any rest didn't actually have any mindfulness so you have to actually do them all to some different days of the week they might go up or down but to have your family project your home project your business project your mindfulness project and your health and wealth and your health and well-being because you'll want to be here longer and long enough to enjoy the accolades and uh, the, 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 the rewards of what you're doing from and with your family and friends. And, and quite often, um, most people, when they're told that they have to go and follow a schedule, they get kind of, oh, do I have to follow a schedule? But what, what you can start to look at is, is that if these things are good for you, why don't you start looking at how to make sure that you schedule those into your life you to build get them, them in, build them you know, in. working out right. Because there are a lot of times, the reason why people get it wrong is because they haven't scheduled. I, I knew that I knew students in the past that scheduled in college, they'd scheduled in the job they needed to do, they scheduled in the family, then they hadn't scheduled in the time that they needed to rest and to have a little bit of fun. Recharge. Do you know what I mean? Which is their recharge. So they'd missed two elements and they didn't know where to fit it in and they were struggling mentally. So we, we had to start to work out some kind of plan to show them that they could have permission to do the things that they like to do just because it was fun and they could enjoy themselves as long as they had the balance right. Well, that's it. We're building, we're trying to build certainty back into an uncertain world based on the certainty that exists is if tomorrow is 24 hours long and you're awake, sort of 16 of them, there's a morning, an afternoon and an evening and if there's work to be done and leisure and pleasure to be fitted in, where would they most naturally lie? You can put them in any order you want, but you're building in the certainty through the scheduling because you want to achieve certain things by end dates and this is the language, the language of business or, or just, you know, pops back in and going, I have a goal, I want to reach it, I've got a timeline to do it, I've got resources available, I have a budget. And, you know, but in the absence of actually putting them in the right critical path, not, there's the certainty of achieving your end game may not happen if, if the wrong critical path is started. If I start doing my fun before my, my, my business or, my, or, or the, if I need light in the day, you know, I can't be saying, well, I'm doing that work at night because now I have to build in the false light. And I'm done, I, 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 So I'm actually enjoying getting up in the morning. I'm fine. I'm getting up a bit earlier. I'm now having more energy from actually doing the opposite of what I expected by running and exercising to me, does not make sense to give energy. Now, I know every book out there says it, but it's tiring even thinking about it, and I'm wrecked after it. But when I have the shower, it's restart. I'm, I'm, I'm awake, and, and I'm energised, and I'm looking forward to the next step in the day, and, and the day is longer, and, I'm, I'm, and the food is making me that. I'm not drained as well. So it's now 
it's, it makes all the research is right and I got to accept it that I need to build it in so we can now focus on the schedule in the middle of, of achieving our plans and goals and dreams. And then when you start to set out your schedule, you can see how realistic you're being or not, depending on how you've actually structured it over a period of time. And that also takes away the stress because you're not then panicking in case you've forgotten to do something and where do I get that in? Because you've actually tailored it in and you're now finding that a lot of the stresses are starting to go. The other thing is to make sure that if there's a if there's someone that's in your life that's influencing you in a in a kind of negative way that tries to overload you, uh, I think it was um, Julian Cameron calls those people the crazy makers because what happens is that you may schedule something for yourself to do and they just happen to turn up and, and expect you to drop everything and do what they want you to do at that particular point in time. So again, it's it's also getting used to the fact that you can say no. Uh, not this moment. I'm a try. I've got this to do. But if you give me a little bit of time, I can schedule you in there. I was ref- I was looking reading that same chapter, and I, I think I mentioned to you. I read that chapter, and the first first few paragraph of it, I was going, I am George's crazy maker. I am. It might be. You might be charismatic. It might be loud. You might have great ideas. You might. I, it could be distracting. It sounds great. It's, it's, it's all bells and whistles and plans for world domination. And then you just run out of steam and do nothing. But what you did, what I did was I took up your time in that time, talk about all these fantasies and possibilities, and then did nothing about it, and then stopped. I I know in the past I was the ultimate dreamer of of these possibilities of of starting businesses and being an entrepreneur and being on Shark Tank and Dragons Den. And then I didn't. Then I went off. And went, that was a great conversation. I'm off for a burger kind of coke and god knows what and that's the end of that and tomorrow there'll be a new one and a new big thing to do and and then it's a bunch of i'm all steam i'm all blown up and and i'm stilling passion into the moment and then diffusing back into you know do nothing about it so that's the stop now i'm open to ideas i'm getting we want to find things that excite us and now it's make it real and give it the energy it demands and the focus if you so Please, I, I think it's, it's important. Nice I think it's important well. because although you, you may have seen that as a, as a person within yourself, I was actually scheduling that time for Crazy Maker, uh, Garvin. <laughs> so it wasn't actually a disruption to me uh, in the way that he perceived it to be. Because at the end of the day, I was I was allocating a certain period of time to do the talk with Garvin because it was actually good for me. It was good for him to have those chats. I then was motivated and went off and I, I've been editing these shows. I've been testing out ideas and possibilities and there's a lot of, now Garvin calls this work, but I enjoy what I'm doing, but I know I've, we had goals to set. I've, I've set those goals and I've allocated the time to do those. So we know that we will achieve what we're hoping to, to, to have in place, which is a load of videos that we can keep on stream on a regular basis. What I need to do is I need to make sure I schedule in a bit more exercise because that's the imbalance that I've currently got. But all the other things are starting to work out. But that's because I'm now giving myself permission to do that. I'm not letting other people take charge of my life as much as I once would have done. And the interaction with Garvin has actually allowed me to achieve that because I've now been able to make some of the connections that I hadn't done beforehand just by having the conversation with Garvin to see a different perspective on my life that I wouldn't have necessarily have had. So the two per- the dialogue with another person who has a different perspective from where you are, especially if it's, it's a complete contrast, can help boost your own uh, personal esteem to say, no, 
to other people that may actually be using and abusing you. And I think that becomes a really important part of finding the right people to to collaborate with. Actually, no, stop saying it. No, stop no, you're, it. Don't, then, don't focus now, on no, that. No, I'm not going to stop saying it. Don't, no, I'm not going to start focus on it because I have a book beside me and it's pretty much the subtle art of not giving a you-know-what. And what, 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 I remember reading it, but I can't remember. I just remember I enjoyed it. I, remember, I read it on. I, I bought it because of the title and nothing else, because even just the title is fine. That is what I'm drawing on. It's the subtle art of not giving a damn what everyone else thinks. Because I, I before, I was giving too much weight to others, to what they thought, what they thought. That's not their life, it's my life. And they're taking my time and they're preventing my uncertainties becoming certainties by... by be being the crazy maker and putting their preference in and saying you bel- you're better off doing this and you shouldn't worry about you sh- you shouldn't do that and you you should stay on this one this one track to ro- road to nowhere of a talking head song we're no longer on the road to nowhere we're on the road to somewhere and i like the crazy makers i am probably the most crazy one out there i've always been insane in the membrane that's probably another song somewhere else and you gotta get a little bit insane in the membrane to get those other crazy ideas in because in if you can't think crazy first, you're not thinking at all. You gotta think crazy to find what then falls out. You go through that to get this, that's sane, that, that wasn't a crazy idea, but it came from that. And now we're, we're gonna make sane this crazy idea and be entrepreneurs and be disruptors. It's being healthy to be open to those ideas and to have the confidence to share them, however mad they may appear. I remember in school, uh, or even as a teacher teaching students, people kind of go, I've got a silly idea, so I'm not going to say something. And you suddenly realise, but that silly idea could have been the germ of a great conversation that we could have had. So don't be frightened to express those ideas. No matter, There's no silly ideas. There's no silly answers to questions. Most of those silly ideas were the theoretical physics I just read. And they were, you know, Einstein, they thought, was off his head. And literally ideas that couldn't even be proven with tech or machine like till 60 years later, till nearly after his death, were all proven because he could think of you know, something so, so preposterous as antimatter or, or the speed you know, so, or, 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 you know, the, the, the pull of a black hole or God knows what, or nothing can escape the pull of the black hole. I think he was of one mind at one time in his life and then after he said, no, there's actually evidence of, of, of something getting sucked into the black, or not being able to get sucked into the black hole and it breaking free. But to think at a distance of universes with no way of proving or disproving in a room to, to come up with these ideas, you know, out of ide- out of dreams or out of ideation, out of ideas, you know, sort of, you know, the, the, the journey to the moon and sun and stars is born. And without it, we would have been a bunch of monkeys running around on a planet, depending, of course, on seeding the planet from ancient aliens. But which, both ideas are fine. You know, both are entertaining and both hold weight. If we yeah. look at the, the, the fact that in, in some cases we talked about the universe has given you an idea or presented you with something, the fact we've talked about different key words that we saw, the fact that you're being given that idea at that particular moment is significant to the situation that you're finding yourself in. So don't be frightened to say it, even if you don't, even if it doesn't mean anything or you think it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes you're not aware of how what you're about to say, 
however silly you may think it is, may be massively significant to somebody else and may actually help them to be open up to you or to others. To That reminds me of a sentence I sent out into the virtual realm of social media not too long ago, going, I'm off to disrupt. Hello, universe, I'm off to disrupt. You know, I can't even remember the exact sentence, but George answered. You know, I mean, in the sen- you might even remember the sentence, but... You know, it was asking the universe, is anyone listening? Is there, no, the only, I'm talking to the universe was by, you know, putting that little ping into social media and just sending it out there. And, and George came back, and now we're a year and a half later, we're having, you know, very, very strange conversations, uh, literally about the world, the universe, and everything. And But we're like, being open to one another. And, and I think that, that's quite important. <clears throat> we're being open to one another. We're open to possibilities. We're exploring ideas in a collaborative form and we can see where we can go. The other thing is that what we're now being is the, Garvin's talked about it a few times, the I am. We're now being to be. We're being. We're being in the present. We're exploring human, ideas. No, human, human beings. beings. Not alien beings. Human beings. Human, actually, humans being. Yes. So these, these bodies are being. They're doing, they're, they're, doing, they're just to being. They're being. Whatever they're at. We're going, that, that, we were going on a little journey of our paintings going, I am not, I am not a number, I am not, I am not happy, I'm, I'm not comfortable, I'm, 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 I'm not where I'm meant to be. We're on a journey, we know down the other end it's going to be, I am joker, I am artist, I am happier, I am father, I am brother, I am sister, I am mother, I am, I am human being, I am being, I'm in the moment, I am now, that's all that matters. So we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you for being with us on this occasion. And I hope that you'll find oh, a way not, of being not open. Not a human being. <laughs> it, could be, it could be Mars being or, or, or we don't, grey being or, or ant being. We, these other beings out there. There's beings. Beings being. Thanks be. for watching. We <laughs> look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. All the best. Take care. Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share.